0: Welcome to the Long-Term Care Insurance Q&A podcast brought to you by ltcshop.com, where we make it easy to shop for long-term care insurance. My name is Scott Olson. I'm your host and co-founder of ltcshop.com. I'm a certified specialist in long-term care insurance with over 25 years of experience in the industry. The goal of this podcast is to help answer the most common questions you have about long-term care insurance and to help you prepare for the future. Let's get to today's question. So today we're continuing our series of podcasts called uh, Long-Term Care Insurance Alternatives, or as someone recently asked me, uh, Scott, what are the best alternatives to long-term care insurance? And uh, long-term care insurance is not right for everyone. That's why we, we, we focus on uh, uh, customizing our recommendations for each client based upon their unique situation, based upon their unique health history, based upon their financial goals and their financial situation, and based upon even varies from state to state. There are different products available in different states, so we might recommend one product to a couple in in one state and a completely different product to another couple in another state. So um, everything varies depending upon your unique situation. Now last time we talked about um, uh, one the single most popular <laughs> alternative to long-term care insurance today. This is this particular type of, of policy is the number one selling policy, the number one type of policy that's being used to plan for long-term care today. And it it's more insurance agents, more investment advisors are selling this than anything else when their clients ask them about long-term care planning. And I've recommended this product one time in the last 25 years for one of my clients. Okay. In the last 25 years, this particular type of product was the best product for one of my clients. All right. <laughs> The rest of the time, all, all other thousands and thousands of clients, I've not recommended this particular type of product, I've recommended something else. And this particular product, this popular product, is a life insurance policy with a chronic illness rider. Now there's lots of different forms of life insurance, there's term life, there's universal life, there's whole life, there's um, variable universal life, lots of different types of life insurance. But regardless of the type of the life insurance, um, they have they add to it what's called a chronic illness rider, and this is the most popular way to plan for long term care today. Now we talked about a couple things. The first thing, if if if, if you know if, if you're being shown a. You, life insurance policy with a chronic illness rider, and you're being told that this is a great way to plan for long-term care, the first question you need to ask that investment agent or that insurance agent, or I'm sorry, investment advisor or that insurance agent, the first question you need to ask is when will the policy lapse? Because most life insurance policies are not guaranteed to stay in force for the rest of your life. Most of them have a period of time where they could lapse, where you could no longer have the coverage. Even though you've paid your premiums every year on time, even though you've paid the planned premium every year on time, the policy could still lapse at some point. And and so you need to ask the insurance agent, ask the investment advisor, when will this policy lapse? Or another way to say it would be, for how for, for how long is this policy guaranteed to stay in force? If I pay this premium every year as planned, on time, for how long is the policy guaranteed to stay in force? Not possibly stay in force, not projected to stay in force, but how long is it guaranteed to stay in force? That's what's critical, all right? Because you don't want to turn 80 and need long-term care and all of a sudden your policy has lapsed because you've turned 80. And then you have nothing. If it lapses, you lose everything you've put into it. You lose the death benefit. You lose the cash value. You lose all the long-term care benefits. So that's the question you need to ask. When will it lapse? The next question you need to ask is, what about inflation protection? Every time I look at one of these policies, there's no inflation protection, meaning that it, the, the death benefit, um, the, sorry, the monthly benefit is a percentage of the death benefit. It's usually 2%, sometimes it's 4%, but the death, the monthly benefit is a percentage of the death benefit. And if the death benefit is not growing, then your monthly benefit is not growing. And if your monthly benefit is not growing, it's not doing a good job of keeping pace with the increasing cost of care. Now, the third question though, and this is what's, what's really critical and is that you need to ask the investment advisor or ask the life insurance agent say how will the death benefit be recalculated at the time of claim because that's what this chronic these chronic illness riders do now, not all of them but most of them okay about probably for every 100 that i look at about 95 of them have the way the chronic illness writer works is that it it recalculates the death benefit at the time of claim and when it recalculates the death benefit and recalculating means lowers the death benefit so it lowers the death benefit at the time that you make a claim for chronic illness or long-term care so it's recalculating the death benefit at that time and therefore it's lowering the death benefit it's lowering the amount that it's going to pay you for each month. Now, why do they do that? Or how can they get away with that? Why does it work that way? Because the chronic illness benefits, the monthly benefits that that they promise in this policy, those monthly benefits are essentially just paying you the death benefit ahead of time. It's paying you the death benefit while you're alive, before you're dead, okay? So it's paying the death benefit to you while you are alive. Now, the way that the insurance company looks at it, and that's, so when you make a a claim for this chronic illness benefit, when you invoke your rights that are given to you under the chronic illness rider, you're telling the insurance company, give me my death benefit in advance, They say, no problem, we'll be happy to give you your death benefit in advance. But we have to give you the present value of your death benefit, not the actual death benefit. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means this. Let's suppose the death benefit is $200,000. And you say, well, I have a chronic illness. I qualify for chronic illness benefits. Therefore, I want my monthly benefit." And my policy says that my monthly benefit is 2% of the death benefit. Well, the insurance company says, well, you're not dead. (laughs) You're not dead yet, but we're going to pay you the chronic illness. We're going to start to pay you the death benefit in advance. So according to your medical records that we just reviewed, you probably have another six years to live. So since you have another 6 years to live, that we are only have to pay you contractually we're only obligated to pay you $200,000 if you lived 6 more years. But since you're wanting the death benefit now in monthly installments, well, we have to calculate the present value of that 200,000. So that $200,000 that's that we have to pay you that we would have to pay you if you died 6 6 years from now, well, In today's dollars, well, that's really only worth about $160,000 because we would be earning money on the $160,000 and it'd be worth $200,000 six years from now. So we're not going to pay you 2% of $200,000 each month. Instead, we're going to pay you $200,000 of $160,000. That's why I don't like chronic illness riders. Okay? Not only does it not have any inflation protection, but when you do make a claim, they, they lower the monthly benefit that you thought you were gonna get. That's why I don't like these. That's why I think it's a terrible way to plan for long-term care. And yet most of the policies that are being purchased today work like that and it's a shame. So that's, we've talked about three of the reasons, three of the downsides to these chronic illness riders. Next podcast, we're going to talk about four more, but they're quick and easy. So we'll be able to get through all four pretty quickly until next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Long-Term Care Insurance Q&A podcast brought to you by ltcshop.com. At ltcshop.com, we compare all types of long-term care policies to help you get the coverage that's right for you. Visit ltcshop.com today and click on Policy Finder to get a custom LTC quote based on a few simple questions. If you found this episode helpful, go ahead and give us a rating or share it with a friend. If you have more questions about long-term care insurance, you can email me, tweet me, or take a look at my book. It's entitled Simple LTC Solution, and it's available on Amazon. You can find the links for all these in the show notes. I'm Scott Olson, your long-term care insurance expert. Until next time, thanks for listening.